Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Lisa Eve Show. I am Lisa Eve. My name is actually Lisa Everett, but this is the Lisa Eve Show. I'm so glad that you are here joining me today. Just to make sure that we are up and running. Make sure we are live. Happy Tuesday morning. Okay, good. So it looks like we are live. Okay, so I really hope that's working. So how was your Monday? How are you doing today? Um, I want to start by saying that this is definitely a learning curve for me. Make sure we have a good... I'm figuring all this out and so thank you for your patience. I really appreciate your patience with me while I'm figuring out all this technical stuff. So I want to tell you a little bit about me before we continue on. So I have been into podcasting for a few years. I've had a few podcasts. Um, most recently, I did a podcast with a few friends and I had a radio show, um, but I was under a different name. I'm changing my name. I'm actually in the process of legally changing my name and I've always used different names online because I was, I was always interested in running away from myself and online makes it really easy to to choose a different name, to choose a different identity. And sometimes we can decide on a new identity and online can be a way of practicing that new identity. So I've been in this process of choosing a new identity for many, many years. I used to, well, online we have handles, right? And having a handle isn't completely accepted. You probably shouldn't be using your real name on the internet, depending on the website, especially back in the day. But now with websites like Facebook, you know, it's become standard to go ahead and use your real name. But, you know, even during the time of MySpace, were we using our real names on MySpace? Some of you might be too young to actually have this knowledge of MySpace, but online we get to practice having a new persona and becoming someone else. If you've been online for as long as I have, I'm from the AOL dot days, the AOL dial-up days. I can hear the sound in my ears now being like one of those first experiences. Who were you? Can you remember your very first username? I remember mine. I don't even... I was so young. <laughs> um, 
If you're brave and eager, you may share your original, original name in the comments. By the way, this is, uh, this is going to be on Spotify. So if you're watching on YouTube right now, you can also watch the replays on YouTube. You can watch the replays on Spotify as well. But if you're on Spotify, you can be live on YouTube with me every day except Sunday. Sunday is pre-recorded by going to um, typing in Lisa, the Lisa Eve show into YouTube. You can be here live, you can follow, and then be here live with me every day at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I, I, I'm forgetting that I need to say this. But if you're watching on any other, listening on any other platform, know that you can watch the replays on YouTube as well as on Spotify. But most importantly, you can be here live on YouTube by adding me, The Lisa Eve Show, on YouTube. Okay, back to what I was saying. Um... These identities that we create. What is that sense of freedom that you feel when you create a new identity? And what is that sense of freedom you feel when you can discard that identity? For example, you may have had, you know, like this really long running life on a website like reddit right on the on this one username and maybe you became well known under that username and then maybe one day you just something maybe something happened or something just kind of made you delete your account and it's gone forever That's a thing, right? Something that was once so prevalent to you, so important to you, you were so active, and then it's gone. How many of us have had that experience before? Well, I'm here to tell you that I have I've had the opportunity to run away from my name in real life, to run away from an identity in real life. I was born with the name Lisa. That's what I was born as on my birth certificate. But when I turned, well, when I was 11, I was adopted and I was given the opportunity to choose a new name for myself, and I did. I absolutely jumped at the opportunity to run away from the person that I'd become, Lisa. And I associated trauma, pain, abandonment, Mm. every kind of abuse, child endangerment, um, 
I forgot uh, the word when, oh, neglect, yeah, in complete and total neglect, um, being unwanted, being unloved, uh, anything you can imagine. I associated all of these things with the name Lisa because that was my life experience from being born to the age of 11. And so when I was given the opportunity to change my name, even though I was so young, like I realized that I could kind of like start over. And so I absolutely decided to change my name. I was like, yes, let's do that. 100%. Let's, she's gone. This is gone. And I became Sherry. <laughs> Sherry. I got that name from, um, I think the show was a different world. Luckily, I did not hear the name correctly, but I, I was naming myself after the character Sharice. And I thought she said Sharice because I would not have wanted to be, I would not have wanted the name Sharice. So I don't know what I would have named myself, but Sharice worked for me and I became Sharice overnight. Through adoption, I picked my name. And I became Shree. Something about this camera angle is just like kind of bothering me a little bit. Can I drop my chair over? No. Just something about this angle is bothering me. Sorry for you all who are just listening and don't get to watch me fiddle with my camera. Um. So yes, yeah, so overnight I became more. I think I chose that name because I knew in French it means my love and I did not feel loved. This is not true. I just made that up. But yeah, so um, overnight I became Shuri. And I moved my middle name. I moved Lisa to my middle name. So I became Shuri Lisa. And it, it felt like I was like pushing Lisa into a little corner. But somehow I, I just couldn't let Lisa go completely, but I did want to become someone else. Sheree. There's something that I want to say about space. I'm going to be intentionally allowing pauses throughout my broadcasts. And the reason is because there is healing in the space between words, my words, and the space is not empty. God is in that space. Of course, God is everywhere, but God in particular is in that space, so when you hear me being silent, I am allowing God to intentionally work in that space. And if you know what I'm talking about when I say that, hi. <laughs> if you don't know, just hang out. I think it'll become clear over time. So I changed my name overnight. I was no longer 
the abused little girl, or neglected, abandoned, unwanted, unloved. I was a new girl. The only thing was, that didn't work. It didn't work that I changed my name. I continued to be, <laughs> I continued to experience abuse, neglect, different types of trauma. I did not escape. Even though I was in a, a new family, I was adopted, I did not escape it. I did not run away. It was right there in my new name. And I went on to experience new types of, you know, abuse and trauma. So, um, that didn't work. How many of you try to become someone else, whether it's a, the website or in real life or, and you found it did not work? Hmm. I'm going somewhere with this, okay? God is taking me somewhere with this. So I lived my life from 11 to 40. Oh, I'm not supposed to tell you guys my age. <laughs> that is my, this reality's idea of my age, but my bioluminescent age, by the way, I said 27, that's the wrong one, it's 24. My bioluminescent age is 24, okay? Look at my face, okay? Um, aside from my tired eyes, because <laughs> I woke up, an hour and a half ago, but like my eyes need more time than that. So I think I'm going to start waking up earlier for you guys. But my bioluminescent age is 24. I have to stop saying the other one, even though I like surprising people because no one ever believes me when I tell them how old I am. Um, okay, so... From... 11 to 40. That's not true. Because for me, my abuses ended when I left my ex-husband. So, so about 11 to 34. I continued to experience abuses and traumas and all sorts of different words. My changing my name did not work. I was running away like on a treadmill because you can't go anywhere on a treadmill. You're still there. You're putting in all that effort and uh, you're still there. Who else has that experience?
creating space for God. <laughs> so, right now I'm reclaiming my name. Something that I didn't quite realize was that when I changed my name, it was almost like I was abandoning little Lisa. Little Lisa was like throwing her to the wind. I was abandoning her, leaving her to fend for herself. That's what I thought I was doing over time. But I've since come to think I was not abandoning her. I've since come to think I was protecting her. Because I think my little version, little Lisa, her heart could only take so much. And while she endured a lot, she experienced a lot, she suffered a lot. Let me show you guys my book that I'm writing. This, oh, <laughs> this is little Lisa. For you guys who can't see because you're listening to this. Oh my God, I can't make it. Oh my God, this is driving me crazy right now. Okay, this is little Lisa. Sorry you guys can't see it well. This is her. I'm writing a book called Nevermore Abandoned. And on the cover, it's a white cover. Um, it shows some evergreen trees. Um, and there's just this little girl and it's like blank and it looks desolate and she's very alone and it's called Nevermore Abandoned. I'm currently writing that. But by changing my name, I was actually protecting her because I did create a new persona. I created a new, we could call it like a partition, a new avatar of myself. And while Lisa experienced so much and suffered so much, she was no longer the one experiencing the new sufferings and the new traumas. Stay with me. It's like I created a new container to hold whatever was coming at me, whatever was coming towards me. And so those new traumas, those new experiences, those new abuses, they went into the container of Cherie. And Cherie had a different way of being, a different almost personality. Lisa, she was so soft and pure, innocent. We could even call her naive, also full of hope deeply connected to the promises of this reality, the promises of this world, the promises of this land, deeply connected to God. And she had very clear vision of what was supposed to be and what wasn't supposed to be. Cherie, she was like a little survivor. Well, she was 11, so I don't know how little she was, but. She was just like a warrior who had to keep surviving. She was soft and she cried, but she was tough, very, very tough. 
Cherie had this toughness that Lisa did not have. Lisa was like unprotected in a storm and it's like Cherie had a shell, a protective shell. That's what she came with or developed very quickly as, as, as was required. So Cherie took on so much, so much trauma and justice. that Lisa will never have to experience. Thank you, God. <laughs> and so now, having accepted and loved my little Lisa version and understanding my Cherie version, because I was judging my Cherie version, version so much over time as well, I came to judge Cherie as being unreachable. Like she had this protective shell, this protective coat that no one could penetrate, like even in love. She had a wall that, and this is after her marriage, okay? <laughs> this wall did not exist before her marriage, but there was some sort of protection there. I want you to understand that that was a thing, but after her marriage, she became almost unreachable. She had this very thick wall, this very thick coat of protection and for God to reach her, for man to reach her, it was very difficult, very difficult. A man would have to traverse many mountain ranges and bring all sorts of tools and I don't know, like a wrecking ball or something to get through her defenses because that's how she had to survive. But I've come to accept her and love her. I've come to accept and love Cherie because she got us through. God is in the space, working. <laughs> Thank you, God. <laughs> I have judged little Lisa as being the one I wanted to move away from at lightning speed because I did not want to be that person who was abandoned unwanted, unloved, neglected, abused in every possible way. I didn't want to be here, so I moved away. And I judged Cherie as being too hard. And I thought I would never 
be able to receive a beautiful love and be truly loved because of that wall and that shell that she had. And that I would never be able to receive the blessings of God, the promises of God, because she was unwilling to receive. She had to do everything on her own. Shri was someone who didn't have help, didn't have support. She was all alone, single mother with no resources, struggling, suffering, and that would never change because she was closed off due to protection, protecting herself. So I judged her for that. And then I've come to realize that both of them were doing exactly what they needed to do. They were being who they needed to be to survive. Does that sound familiar to you? Mm. God is working in this space right now. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for this work that you are doing in this space right now, this healing work, this work of clarification, this work of restoration. Thank you, God. If you will allow it, God is working in this space on you, if you will allow it. I have come to love both and find healing in both and gratitude for both. I have come to love myself for whoever I am, whenever I am, and be glad and grateful that I exist. <laughs> Thanking God that I am who I am and for my experiences that I get to be me, even with all of those experiences. God is working in this space right now. this healing, for this restoration. 
The space is never empty. <laughs> so, I'm now changing my name back to Lisa. It should be, I'm expecting that to be legal this month. I have thanked my little self, Lisa, for everything she did to keep us safe. I have thanked my self, Cherie, for everything that she did to keep us safe. And now I am folding back into myself as I was born, to the original way that God created me, to this Lisa who is soft, Receiving and believing in the way that God has actually intended for this earth to be, for life to be, which is worth living. <laughs> because as I said in the first episode, we have a whole new world available to us. And in order to experience that world, we have to get back to how God intended us to be, how God created us to be. We have these names, we have these personas, but who are you truly? Hmm. Not who your parents decided you are, not who your society decided that you are. Mm -mm. Not what your, even what your birth certificate says, right? Who are you truly? Not even necessarily connected to your heritage or your, your nationality or your country. Who does God know you to be? <laughs> what can we be, do, say, or create to create heaven on earth right away? I will see you guys here tomorrow. 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time.